If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, this is Jennifer Banco from Friday the 13th, Part 7, Texas Chainsaw 3, Barbed Wire, and 13 Fanboy, and you're listening to the Don't Go Out There podcast. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. I uh, just want to thank all our fans and listeners. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, super excited for this interview we got coming up. We are joined today by yet another legend of the business, known for her roles in Friday the 13th, Part 7. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 3, Barbed Wire, and most recently, the critically acclaimed 13 Fanboy, Ms. Jennifer Banco. Ms. Banco, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing wonderful. Awesome. That's great. We'll go ahead and jump right into the questions. Uh, Ms. Banco, is is acting something you've always wanted to do? Obviously, you got, you know, Friday Part 7 right off the bat, but before that, did you know that was in the cards for you? Um... I was just a super ham. I, I might have like came out of the womb acting. So I was literally, <laughs> I was literally just, I would just try to entertain people. You know, like if I saw a camera, like I would go sing in front of it. Like I didn't know who those people were. And my mom was always like, Jennifer, get back here. Jennifer, you know, I've, yeah, it's just, it's in me. <laughs> it, it's a part of my essence who I am. So. My my parents fought it for a second, and then finally they were just like, oh, God, okay, this isn't going to go away. Fine, we <laughs> give it. Yeah. <laughs> I well, think my dad well, wanted me to be like a doctor or something. You know what I mean? I understand. To live a, nor- a quote-unquote normal life, you know? Right. Well, I mean, you were super young. And, okay, let's 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 go ahead and just get into it. Friday 13th, Part 7, New Blood. Um you know, first movie you've ever even auditioned for, correct? Uh, it was the first movie I had ever auditioned for. Um, and I was the last person in. Oh, you wow. never, you never want to be the last person. You never want to be the first person in. You know what I mean? Because, like, the body and they don't even remember you. You know, like, they're, right. they're, they're not, their thinking caps aren't even on yet. Chances are they're still shuffling papers, the first person in, you know? So you never want to be the first person in. And you never want to be the last person in because they're over it. So, like, that was, like, my first, you know, my first experience. 
auditioning for a movie. I'm 10 years old. And I'm like, I'm the last person in. Wow. Like, I just <laughs> sat here for, you know, all this time. And, you know, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. So I go in the room and I'm 10 years old. And I was just like, you know what? I'm, this is my interview. I waited all this time. I'm the last interview. Like, you know, what do I have to lose? And I asked them if I could have a minute. And they were like, yeah. And I turned around away from them and then just started bawling, tears flowing down my face. And then I turned back around and started the scene. So they remembered the last person in. <laughs> uh, well, can you talk a little bit about your experience working on uh, Friday the 13th, 7th? So um, I was really excited because I was going on location, right? And so I, we, they, they, you know, in my contract, they have to take me to and from a set in a limousine. And I, so I, I get there, I get to the airport, I'm waiting for the limousine and up pulls a van, just a regular van, like a cargo van with the words limousine on the side. And I was <laughs> so sad. My little 10 year old heart was broken later, later, you know, they did have a limousine, but it was from the minute we got there, it was just one hardship after the other, after the other, our, our room that we were supposed to have at our resort didn't, they, our rooms weren't ready. So we had to stay in this little like motel in whatever that didn't have heat. Um, <laughs> wow. So my mom is like, oh my gosh, like my daughter's 10 years old. My husband is not too excited about you know me having my child you know do this thing anyways you know we're in this rundown motel we've got a floor heater in the bed with us we literally you know those things wow. that catch on fire right yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool that we like had it on the bed and then we had the sheet you know over our head and, you know, my mom's like, oh, my gosh, my daughter's going to, I'm going to have to explain this to my husband. But then the next day, we got to our resort. It was beautiful. It was everything my 10-year-old heart could have dreamed it was. And from that moment on, it was pretty amazing. Um, One thing I've, I've heard you tell this story at a, at a convention, and I would love for you to please tell our audience, but you've told a story before about onset about uh, why you now call Kane Hodder your hero um, after a happening. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Okay, yeah. okay. So um, the scene where the bridge clouds and I'm out in the water, they're filming me. Well, mind you, it's freezing cold outside and the movie's like summertime, right? right? So I'm in those little shorts overalls and I'm in freezing cold on, you know, in a little tiny boat. I'm freezing cold water and the director says we need to we need to cut the tow line we can we can still see it so they're like it's okay it's okay they talk to my mom everyone's like it's okay it's okay we've got the divers they've got moccasin snakes in the water and the day before they had an alligator wrestler come get an alligator out of right where my little boat was wow but everyone's like everyone's like it's okay it's okay let's get the shot right it's like super late you know, child labor laws and, you know, I can only be out there for an extra certain amount. Of, so they just cut the tow line and I start drifting downstream. I just start going away and I just look at my mom and my eyes keep growing, you know, wider. And I just, 
I'm waving. I'm like, bye, mom. Bye. Goodbye, mom. Oh, my gosh. You know, they're trying to get the divers to dive in. And the divers are like, no, like, we don't want to get into this water with those snakes. And so Kane just grabs, like, a big piece of wood and a long stick. And he throws it on the water. And he comes out. And he gets me out of the boat and onto the piece of wood with him. And then everybody else is just sitting there like, oh, no. She's going downstream. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Kane, my hero. <laughs> I think everyone else was just in shock, you know. Right. My hero. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, one more thing, if you don't mind, about Friday the thirteenth part seven. Sure. Um we actually had Laura Park Lincoln on uh the show as well. Uh it's been a while, but obviously you didn't share screen time with her. Uh, but did you get to meet her? Did you guys have yeah. to, uh, did, did they have yeah. you mimic? So they, they had you like mimic some of her traits and stuff or, or anything no, like that? No, um, I just, we, we got to spend some time together and um, I thought it was amazing that she was an Aaron Spelling girl, you know, <laughs> like I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, and later in life, when I ended up signing my three-year million-dollar developmental deal with Aaron Spelling, I was like, oh, my gosh. It's like, it's like you know, everything's reflecting after, like, playing Lar in Friday the 13th. So I kind of, right. like, held on to, like, a little piece of her, like, my whole life, if that makes sense. Right. But I think the coolest thing, other than the fact that she, I thought she was so beautiful and she was so nice to me and it was so nice of her to take that time, you know, introduce right. herself and sit and talk to me a little bit and ask me about myself and we even had the same bottom tooth like out of line with our other teeth oh, and wow. I just thought that wow. was the coolest thing ever right Absolutely. <laughs> so I would say that was my most vivid memory I was 10 you know what I mean a tooth out of line oh, that's yeah. what I remember most <laughs> <laughs> that's it's funny what we remember from our childhood yeah uh, Let's talk a little bit about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 real quick. Uh, you made okay. Fangoria Magazine for that role. And that is touch like on my, your... if somebody was going to ask me, like, what I'm most proud of, that's it. Making Fangoria Magazine. I was just like, oh, oh yeah, that's awesome. Beside, beside, I was 12, you know, and I'm just like, I th- oh, my God, I thought that was the most amazing thing ever. That's <laughs> super cool. Uh, can you just touch yeah. on your role and the original ending and how all of it got changed? Yeah, so... um. In the original ending, Leatherface was supposed to get killed. I was supposed to come back as the killer in the next one. But instead of me wearing the Leatherface, it was supposed to be Sally, my doll. Wow. And she would be the one more responsible for the killing. Sally did it. You know what I mean? I was right. going to blame myself. Sally, Sally was going to do the killings. And um, they... They just got so much flack for it. And then there was, you know, a killing scene that I had, which they took out the whole, like, me fighting, you know, with, with the family to let me be, kill this one, you know? There was a mm-hmm. whole um, <laughs> scene of me fighting to, please let me kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so they took all that out. It, it kept getting rated X. And they, they needed to get an R rating. Right. To be able to get into theaters. So I, I read an article years later. I didn't realize like what a big deal it was. And I read this article and I wish I would have saved it. And this lady 
was just ripping apart my character and how like she basically like just didn't have a conscience and like all like people really got deep with it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now I feel like nowadays it would be fine, you know? Yeah. I definitely wouldn't get an X rating nowadays for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just, I think it was like a little before it's before it's time. And yeah, I mean, I was a really intense kid. So maybe if some <laughs> other little, little kid, you know, had done the role with like that had more innocence left in them at 12, you know, at 12, I had already seen a lot of life that little kids don't see. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> so maybe they wouldn't have tapped into such the dark side of it. I don't know. Well, then it wouldn't have been as believable. So, um, <laughs> this bitch is evil. I'm like, <laughs> we'll just go I'm with a queen, uh, okay? We'll just I go with it was before it's time. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, before you yeah. get into 13 Fanboy, I mean, you've got a ton of TV credits to your name over the last 30 years. I mean, what do you what do you find the biggest difference in shooting for TV versus shooting for movies? I mean, do you have a preference? So one of the biggest differences, okay, so like when you're filming a movie, you can relight things, you can move the camera angles, you can do things like that, you can do master shots and, and close-ups, and sometimes you don't even do those in the same day. But when you're doing something like a soap opera, you're doing like six episodes in a day. Wow. Like six. You're doing one take, one take, that's it. There's three cameras, one for the master shot, and then there's two close-up cameras. And you, that's it. One, wow. move and done. <laughs> so it's kind of like, like boot camp for actors, you know? It's like, <laughs> it's like the, the, the military of acting. It's, wow. yeah, it's no joke. You know, and then they're giving you your scripts, you know, they, they have the courier come and bring you your script, and it'll be like one color, full script. And then... You know, by the time you actually film, you've got a rainbow-colored script. And then a lot of times when you're doing soap operas, you'll get on set and this, they change the whole scene that you're about to do. Wow. And sometimes you're doing, like, you'll do, like, six episodes in a day and you're doing three scenes from one episode and three scenes from another episode. You know, like, it's, it's really hard. It's hard. So I take it be- movies you enjoy better? Um, or it's just different? It's just different. It's, there's no there's no craft service you know what I mean there's like no craft table like nobody's allowed on set like when you're filming a movie or like a normal tv show you know you can have your family come by for lunch you can have your friends stop by it's not like that on a soap opera you know I gotcha okay it is just get down to business get it done get the next one out get the next one out you know absolutely yeah um all right, so let's let's get into it. Um, at this point, thirteen fanboys released. Uh, we've actually had Kane, we've had Laura, we've had Deborah Voorhees on before this released. So there was very right. little we could really ask about the plot or anything like that. I mean, you are our first cast member after it came out. Um, can you start off? You know, start us off. How did you how did you become involved in this thirteen fanboy thing? So um, fans started reaching out to me, awesome. and they were like this is happening and you need to do this. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And then they're like, no, like you need to do this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be like, Hey lady, can you put me in your movie? 
<laughs> so then so then I start getting messages from her like I left you a message here and I never heard a response and now I'm trying here and hopefully I get a response and I was like wait what and um Deborah's just amazing she is she just is. a beautiful she ma- she's a magical <laughs> magical soul she's a really really neat person um and so we just talked and she had some ideas and, um, you know, uh, I agreed to, I told her I would love to be a part of her vision and her project and anything that I could do that, you know, to help bring her vision to life, but I'm down, I'm in. <laughs> right. So, absolutely. and so basically I was just like, whatever, whatever I, however I can help, I, I'm, you know, I want to be there. So, um, it's actually really it was really special moment because my, my dad, my papa wasn't really allowed to be on set and stuff with me growing up for one reason or another. And he asked too many questions and my mom was embarrassed of him because <laughs> he oh, wanted to know how everything worked. <laughs> so she wouldn't let him come. So this time we shot on location in New Mexico and my papa came with me and he got to ask all of his questions and I was proud of him wanting to excited and wanting to know how things work and be a part of my day and our day and it was it was super amazing to have that experience with my dad you know right absolutely show him my world and you know, it was special for him. Like, he was just like, wow, like, you're your authentic self right now. Like, I've never seen you like this. So it was, it was a cool experience for that as well. Um, We didn't know, like, who, um, we didn't know what, what anybody's scenes were going to be like, because Deborah didn't even want us to know what was going on. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we, nobody was able to get a full script. Um, yeah. So she kept it even hush, hush, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. Every, it was just such an amazing experience. I mean, from the moment we were picked up from the airport, just laughing and having just the best time. Everybody was just so amazing. Like, my dad and I started looking at, like, properties in New Mexico, you know? Like, oh, that's, wow. that's how wonderful and welcoming the whole thing experience really was. Oh, well, that's yeah. that's what it's, that's how it's supposed to be, you know? That's what it's supposed to be about. So that's yeah, fantastic. yeah. And then um, one day my dad bought pizza for the casting crew, which was mm-hmm. super sweet, you know? Right. It was a... It was just one of those days <laughs> time was getting away from everyone, you know? So he bought pizza so everyone could kind of like eat on the go and continue on. And yeah, it was, it was a really awesome experience. Well, good. That sounds, definitely sounds genuine. And, you know, I don't, yeah. I'm speaking of, speaking of genuine, you know, I don't want to give too much away for those who have not seen the movie. Um, but I did pretty much die laughing when Kane has this, uh, has his uh, quote unquote scene you know, and tells you not not to yell at him because he's right in front of you. No, <laughs> so, so, so. that, That's just okay, that's so. that's so Kane hotter too. It just seems like. right, right. <laughs> so so Kane just starts going off, right? Like a lot of that wasn't a lot of that stuff wasn't even in the script, right? So Kane, I, that part was, but Kane just kind of starts 
going off on his little tangent. And I'm crying for real. And I'm crying so freaking hard, okay? But I'm like, so if you watch it again, like, (laughs) watch me like, (laughs) I'm like, because I'm trying to allow him to have his scene because I'm crying the kind of tears where normally you're like, (laughs) and I am like, that will ruin his scene. You got to hold it in, hold it in. So, (laughs) that's, that's what I was going to say. Like the rest of his speech was so moving and it felt like, it felt like that was just so grounded in reality. So yeah, Yeah. no, it was, it was, it was true story. Right. You know, about his dad and, yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, don't overpower his feet with your ugly cries. But <laughs> well, you, di- you didn't ruin the scene. You couldn't tell that you were, you were crying that I was holding That I was holding back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you couldn't tell. And y'all's, re- I, and y'all's relationship did really seem genuine as well. I mean, you guys really had yeah. some very good on-screen chemistry because you have such a good relationship off, I'm sure, so. Oh, yeah. Well, he remembers nothing from the past. So apparently, like, he was my hero and my everything, and I was nothing to him. So there's oh. that. Talk, <laughs> talk to him about that one. <laughs> He's like, I did that? Really? I'm like, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Jennifer, I have a fun question for you. It's, little, it's sure. not Friday the 13th related, but... Saw is my favorite horror franchise, and I've heard a rumor that it's yours as well. Uh, what's your favorite entry in the franchise and why? I, I, you know what? I don't even know. I don't even know which ones are which. I just, I like, okay, so for me, no, <laughs> yeah, me disrespect, too, no disrespect to anybody's work or anything that I've done or anybody. But, like, okay, it's a mask guy. Like, okay, really? But some crazy ass twisted motherfucker, that I that I believe. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> Am I allowed to say those things? Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let that shit fly. <laughs> you know, so it's just I don't know. Um they just hit like just so much like home just so much more real to me. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. That some, there could, you know, I don't know. I don't know, the mask, the mask thing, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street thing. Like, none, none of that ever really, I was never really scared. Saw scared the shit out of me. I get it. You know? Like, I, I know that guy's out there. <laughs> I don't know what his name is, you know, or what city is, but that, that basic form of a person is out there somewhere. So... Yeah, they're so good. It's so good. It's so twisted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Saw 6 is my favorite, personally. Uh, do you have a favorite trap from the franchise? No. <laughs> I never really thought about it like that, you know? I never really... I don't know. Because I feel like a lot of people get enamored with the traps, but I feel like they're just yeah. a they're just a plus one to the story. I really love the story. It means to an end. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and it's when you like, when you're like, when you're almost like feel bad for the dead bad guy sometimes, like that's the good good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> when some of what he's doing makes a little bit of sense to you, that's like when it's really good, you know? When it's got you thinking all crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, it really does make you question a lot of things because you're like, right. you feel bad for the people getting killed, but it's like, they're really not a good person. <laughs> no, no. Bye, next. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't have any, any empty properties. Don't go looking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in a basement somewhere. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Jennifer, do you have anything coming up or anything you're working on you like to plug or maybe just plug your social medias? Um, I have, I'm doing, I've booked for two um, conventions next year, but I can't talk about them because they haven't um, announced me yet. So I can't announce myself before they announce me. And then I've signed that, um, three non-disclosure letters and I've committed to one of them. So I will be doing another movie coming up this next year. Um, but I signed a non-disclosure. So I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about any of it. I know that's like, so I don't talk about what the script's about, but, um, so I do have things coming up. <laughs> things are happening. So I'm part of this really big, like beautiful community that has like allowed me into their community and they are all very creative artistic people they um are absolutely positively amazing and on when COVID hit they started doing these parties in their in their backyard um every other wednesday they were having live comedy and every other Thursday, they were having live music. So, you know, the cops are really cool. They show up at 10. How are you guys? Okay, now you got to shut it down, you know? And so what they've done is these these events have been sponsored by um, Dry Men Products, by um, Man Butter, by Honey Bee Creations, by uh, Four Suns Brewing, by uh, Elixir, which are all part of this community, all the people that, you know, have these products are part of this community and now they're started they started a, a youtube channel uh where now they're starting to upload the videos from the comedy nights and the live music nights so if you go to youtube and just put in the hb patio the hb patio will show up and that's what what it is and if you guys you know like subscribe i'll do all that stuff share the videos and whatnot and you might even see some some genocidings in her natural habitat. <laughs> <laughs> it's my happy place. It's it's such such a beautiful thing. Like all of these people, their purpose in life is to, you know, bring people joy and happiness. And man, it's amazing. So now you guys can can be a part of it too. Absolutely. Yeah, and I just feel like you should always support your friends and support people that are doing stuff. And, yeah. you know, everyone's working really hard to bring each other each other up. Like, it's just it's right. just a beautiful community. So. Right. Well, and thank you so, so much for, for coming on. We really appreciate it. And hopefully, you know, with some of these other projects that you can't talk about, maybe, you know, we'd love to yeah. have you back on uh, when you can yeah. talk about them. And... And I'm also now a badass. I do jujitsu now, by the way. I'm doing oh, my first yeah. competition on Saturday. So what? if you don't hear from me after that, it means I died. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for a month and a half, and I'm like, YOLO. <laughs> oh, well, hell yeah. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited. All right, guys. Well, you are wonderful, and 
I'm patient and kind. We'll use use Zoom (laughs) next time. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'll just. All right, guys. All right, thank you so much. Have a beautiful, wonderful day. Thank you. Bye. And I just want to remind everybody to uh, don't go out there.